Welcome to another installment of Technically It Is Real on NorthCoastUnderground.com and on Spotify. I am your host, Tyrell Jackson, and this is the show where we keep it real. Here on this show, we talk about wrestling, football, basketball, baseball, and everything in between. We shoot straight from the hip and do not pull on any punches. So just sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink or snack, and enjoy the show. Because this is Technically It Is Real. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Technically It Is Real. I am your host, Tyrell Jackson. And guess what? We are back. We are live after a two-week hiatus. T-I-R, Technically It Is Real, is B-A-C-K, back, back, back. Uh, Before we go on with the show, though, I want to introduce a very special guest here, new student here at Ohio Media School, none other than Victoria. How you doing today, Victoria? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What brought you to OMS and, you know, a little bit about yourself. Well, I call myself Vicky V. What brought me to school is I want to be a broadcaster. I want to, you know, broadcast my sound, broadcast my voice. And I like listening to a lot of music. So that's why I'm here. Now, can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. What is your favorite restaurant to go to? My favorite restaurant Mm -hmm. to go to? Your favorite restaurant. Like, if 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 it's late at night... And you need to eat somewhere. Where are you going? Later that night, I need to eat somewhere. It's my house. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no food in your house, but you got some money. You want to be irresponsible. What you going? Where are you going? Where I'm going? Yeah. I'm going to Red Lobster. Going to Red. Oh, them Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yes. Yes, yes them Cheddar Bay biscuits. So uh, I want to say thank you for showing up on the show. I really do appreciate it, and I do appreciate all my listeners out there listening. Um, you know, we we had Thanksgiving week we were off, and then got caught up with the schoolwork, so we were off last week. So we are back though. We gonna keep it pushing. So a uh, little bit of sad news to report is that uh the the passing of Demarius Thomas, the ex. Uh, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, New York Jets, and New England Patriots. Um, it is one of those things that uh, shocked the whole football world. And uh, while everybody was sitting there watching the the game between the Minnesota Vikings and the Pittsburgh Steelers, this happened. It kind of ruined the whole game for me because I, I just didn't care anymore because um, Demarius was such a excellent wide receiver and all the players that played with him played against him have nothing but nice things to say about him even when he was uh even when he was here with us so uh what was he passed away due to a seizure in his sleep yeah yeah so um extensions out to the thomas family his family members his friends um and his difficult time of need he was an excellent wide receiver and i, I tell you one of my favorite plays by him is the 2011 uh, AFC wildcard game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's overtime. Tim Tebow throws him a slant route. He takes it to the house. That is one of my favorite plays because, Ooh, I mean, I mean, look, Tim Tebow was my dude back then. <laughs> like, I I didn't care what people said. I was like, he's winning, and that's all that matters. And, you know, um, but – uh, Tebow, Tebow hit that pass to Demarius. Demarius took it to the house. Uh, he's a Super Bowl champion. Uh, he kind of had a had an incident where you know he was bouncing around from team to team and everything like that. But you know he was always talented. Um, even when he was in Georgia Tech, he took over when Calvin Johnson got to the NFL. And uh, you know just just a consummate professional, uh, a, a guy that you really didn't hear a lot about. So that kind of shows you the character that he had and kind of like where he had his head on and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, passings to him and, uh, you know, wish his family uh, a lot of condolences during this difficult time. Yeah, so, to the oh, yeah. Love. So what we're going to do, we're going to take about five seconds, just do a moment of silence and just in his honor.
Alright, so we're going to lighten up the mood a little bit. Let's talk about it. Jobber of the week. So I'm going to tell you what Jobber of the week is. Jobber of the week is you, you just got to be stupid. Somehow, some way, it can be sports, it can be life. Now, usually it's sports. So I, I, I give you an example. Honorary Jobber of the week, which he will always be Jobber of the week, is Dan Schneider. He, he sucks. No, he just sucks. He sucks as a human being. He, he sucks, 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 sucks. So Dan Snyder will always be jobber of the week. Um, what what he, The culture that he ran in Washington, the culture he continues to run, even though Ron Rivera is trying to fix that, um, he will always be jobber of the week. Trust and believe me on that. But we got some candidates because we've been gone for two weeks, and uh, we got some candidates. Let's talk about this Antonio Brown incident real quick. Faking your COVID card? Really? Really? Faking the COVID card. I don't know. It wasn't just him, but he the big name. He the big name on that Buccaneers team, and he gets a three-game suspension. And a lot of people talk about, oh, well, what about the whole Aaron Rodgers thing when he said he was immunized? Well, the Packers and the NFL knew what his vaccination status was. He just tricked everybody else. So, um, for for me, for him, it's like, what are you doing, Antonio? Exactly. But exactly. Why fake a COVID test? If you I, didn't get it done, then don't fake it. I, I understand the logic. This is actually one of the few times where I understand the logic. Okay. Because if you got if you got teams that are, you know, looking for vaccinated players, then I get it. it it's it's a sense of the team that they're they're in state neighbors, Jacksonville Jaguars, when Urban Meyer came out and said, Hey, we cut some players because of their COVID vaccination status and stuff like that. And for me as a player who won Antonio Brown revitalized his career there a little bit over there in Tampa, um, for me, I would be like, well, shoot, is my team going to cut me because of my vac- vaccination uh, status? So I get the logic behind it. Right. But if you're going to do it, make sure you pay the people that know that you're doing this yeah. because you can't sit there and be doing this and not pay your personal chef. Exactly. You can't do that. I mean, and, and then not only that, but he got this history of not paying people. Like he 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 paid an artist, you know. He had an artist pay paint him and stuff like that. She, she he didn't pay her. He he don't. I mean he he like that he like that uh that one crackhead on the street that be like, oh I'm gonna pay you back. I'm gonna pay you back, homie. You ain't paying me back. What you take this twenty dollars and get out of my face? You know what I'm saying? Like you talking about I'm gonna pay you back. This is the, you know you know who those people are in your life. You know and I don't mean to use the word crackhead, but I mean. You know, they, they it, is you know, what it, is, right? it is what it is sometimes. So, <laughs> I mean, but we all got that one person, and sometimes I can be that person, I'm not gonna lie. Um, where you're like, I'm gonna pay you back, where my money, <laughs> you know, but I, I can be that way sometimes too. Um, but you know, See, whatever, y'all try to pay people back. I do too, you know but if I don't really owe you, don't say I owe you, right? Okay, right? I mean, I tried to too, it's and then. It's going to come, but then my bills be like, nope, I'm taking that, I'm taking that. Then I'll be like, well, I, I really can't pay you. <laughs> you know, so that's... But at that's, least you're in communication with them. Yeah. Always stay in communication yeah, with them. Yeah, always. Always. So, he didn't. Uh, Chef got mad. They probably had a couple arguments about, hey, I'm going to need my money. You know, I done cooked you this wonderful food, and I done cooked your kids this wonderful food, and everything like that, and you, you where my money? You know, I'm supposed you to be getting paid. Be a chef. Right. He you you healthy. Right. You an NFL player. Where, where my money? <laughs> Where my money? I, I want my money and I want it now. This like he he basically called Antonio Brown's like, yo, you JG Wetworth. I want my money. I want it. So that's how he got exposed. And now the NFL apparently is going to be uh looking into more vaccination statuses uh for the players and everything like that. Um but for me it's like So it's mandatory now for 
everybody. It's going to be It's not mandatory. I, see, I don't know because, you know, with this whole thing with Joe Biden, you know, pushing for, you know, if, you're, if your company has over 100 employees, they got to get vaccinated or get the test weekly. So I don't know what the NFL is going to do because the NFL is one big umbrella with 32 different companies. Yes. And those companies, just the players alone, is 53 players. That, that counts for maybe 5%, 10% of the employment in one organization. You got HR, you got payroll, you got, um, you got video editors, you got audio technicians. I mean, you got all these things that come into play, crown, groundskeepers, equipment, uh, staff. You got think about everybody else. Everybody else. Everybody else's health. So when, when you put that in consideration, they might make it mandatory, but so far it's not mandatory. But if you have it, you have it, and there's different protocols that you follow compared to compared to someone who's not vaccinated. That was one of my issues with Aaron Rodgers. He didn't follow the correct protocols. Uh, he didn't go through the correct protocols when he had the COVID, and he knew he had the COVID and didn't follow the correct protocols. Um, and then, you know, also lied to the media about being immunized, but the organization didn't know what was going on. Um, I thought... I thought Aaron Rodgers should have been suspended because he didn't go through the correct uh, COVID protocols. I felt like he should have been suspended for three games. They gave Antonio Brown three games for faking his vaccination card. Antonio Brown should be suspended for the rest of the year. Yes, because you don't fake a vaccination. Right. It's it's a criminal offense to fake that. And the fact that there has been no, from my knowledge, there has been no criminal investigation into this is kind of damn surprising if you ask me. Um, well, you know, it's all new, so you don't know what are the technicalities of everything. Yeah, it's all new. Yeah, it, it is all new, but my thing is is that you, this is kind of well-known, too, so you, you would think, you know, somebody would be like, okay, well, you know, let's investigate this, what the hell is going on. You know, but most people don't care about this stuff neither, but you, you can't sit there and fake it, you know what I'm saying? And, exactly. And, and Tony Brown got this history of just doing stupid stuff. You know, he throwing furniture outside of his uh, outside of his window, almost killing somebody. Throwing you know, furniture? yeah, throwing furniture, oh. you know, just acting a fool. You know, he got the, the allegations against them that uh, I don't know what the hell happened to those. But, you know, that... It is what it is with that. You know, it's just like he has his past. He kind of cleaned himself up down there in Tampa. Right. Um, and then this happened. So, I mean, one hell of a player. But, goddamn, dude, get like get your get your head straight. Get it together. Get man. it together. But another job of the week is Jesse Somlet. Smoulet, Somlet, Smoulet, whatever. No, no, because you know what? You up there trying to say it wasn't no fake hate crime. Boy, we got the checks. We see the check that you wrote. What you mean, Jesse Sumle? We saw the check that you wrote, and then you gonna tell us again? I hooked up with one of the brothers. I hooked up with one of the brothers. They were, it was, it wasn't no fake. Yeah, he was trying to pay him up, but he told us, you know, <laughs> one of the brothers. You know what I'm saying? That did it. It's like, dude, the brothers. Hey, I got the checks. All the evidence was against you, Sumle. What a surprise! I thought it was stupid that you faked the hate crime to begin with. Talk about, I knew it was fake the moment he's like, they came up to me and said, this MAGA country. What? What? That's what they gonna say? That's that's what they gonna say? They they ain't gonna call you no racial slurs? That's what they say? This MAGA country? Come on. And then we saw the checks. If you gonna do something this stupid. One, you did something this stupid. So I understand your thinking ain't all the way there. But if you gonna do something this stupid... 
Don't pay people in checks. Right. Why promote a hate crime like that? Because it makes it feel good, and people fall behind him, and it boosts his career. Then he gets sponsored and make more money, and he gets the sympathy card, and people love him, and, oh, he survived a hate crime. You know, it's like, that's, that's cool and all, but that's what he was going for. But you can't pay people in checks where there's a paper trail. Guess what don't have a paper trail when you're paying somebody? Cash. Not checks. Checks is a paper trail. Credit cards and, and mobile transactions Our is a paper, paper trails. trails. A paper trail is literally not the paper. So if you're going to pay people to do something this stupid. Pay them in cash. Come on now, America. Pay them in cash. This is ridiculous. So Jesse Somle, Sumlat, Souffle, whatever the hell his name is. He jobber of the week. And then we got to close off jobber of the week with Chase Claypool. You, 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 you damn jabroni. We're not going there. No, we're going there. Because okay. your team, your team is trying to make a comeback drive. Now, one, the Minnesota Vikings damn near blew this lead. They were up like 29 to nothing at one point in this game. They damn near blew this lead. But you are on your way driving down the field less than a minute ago, no timeouts. You kind of need to spike the ball. And you want to celebrate that you got a first down on fourth now? If you don't pick that ball up, give it to the referee and hand it over, then he gonna well, say are something. You celebrating in the middle of the game? I mean, it's cool if you do the first down celebration. You know what I'm saying? They do it all the time. You know, they be like uh, this and they be pointing and all this other stuff. Okay, that's cool. You know, 56 minutes out of the out of the game. Right. But if it's crunch time and you know your team don't have any timeouts, even if your team have timeouts, it's crunch time. You ain't got time to be celebrating. I agree with you on that one. It's like, dude, you got business to handle. You first down, oh, oh my god! You know it's like, dude, how many first downs you done had in your life? And this is the time you gotta you gotta do this stuff. Like really, this is the this is yeah, this is the perfect time to to do all of this bull crap. You know what I'm saying? So and it cost them, it didn't cost them the game. I mean, granted they were down twenty nine to nothing, but if you're trying to make a comeback, you kind of hey. don't need to be doing that stupid stuff. No, you don't. So <laughs> uh, Chase, your job of the week. Don't blame your offensive line for trying to get the ball back. Don't don't do that. Don't say you was trying to give it to the referee. You, we knew what the hell you was doing. Come on now. Now a smart play is what Alex Smith did. I think that was last year. Tell me about it. So he his team has no timeouts. They're driving down the field, and he's trying to buy his his field goal unit time to come out onto the field. This is closing out the half, okay. and he takes the ball that needs to be spotted out of bounds after the play was dead. He takes it with him. And that's not illegal, but the referees have to stop the clock to get the correct ball to spot it. And then, so it stopped the clock, giving the field goal unit time to get his bearings together. Okay. And he didn't celebrate like an idiot. So That was smart thinking there. It very was smart, smart thinking. It was smart thinking. So uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, this day in sports week history. This is a new segment that I'm going to be trying out. So I'm going to be listening off some facts and everything like that. You are listening to Technically It Is Real on North Coast Underground. We'll be right back after these very, very short messages and a song or two. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And And now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
If you drive buzzed, it could cost you around $10,000. You'll face major legal fees, major fines, and steep insurance penalties. You could lose everything. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Who wants to rock? Who wants to get down like they're at the club? Join us on the northcoastunderground.com. The underground starts with you. A block that turned me into a man. Drive-bys and shots, double-checking the locks. Money deep in your socks, cause crime never will stop. See it and I believe it, dream it and I achieve it. Said that I wouldn't make it and now it's like open season. I'm ready to do it big, the money steady increasing. All the highs and the lows, just give me another reason to rise and be a threat that never will be defeated. He didn't welcome the Cleveland, so put together the pieces. Rolling, we locked and loaded. Everybody was holding. I started rapping and said, and now I'm one of the coders. Survival of the fittest. And now my nose is about to shoot up You got me in my mental like the doc performing Ludo Top off, cray cray, and call me the new Kanye Yup, I said it, the slashing lights embedded all day All day, said I've been making money Sign me, sign me, call this the new rap game Rap game, turn me into that name Every little list, you can put me on the stat page Hall of Fame talking like I really made this rap change I didn't make your label look like it was child's play God gave me the skills to be the best thing Insane, who's saying? Turn me in the world race Blacked out this world like the month full of history Remember Rico, one who turned this into imagery I'ma keep on winning, you can say I'm on the winning streak You can look around, but you won't find nobody ill as me Split it down the middle like I turned this into symmetry I'ma make this all until my vision is reality Don't 
ride slow like the trunk full of coke. Seen it on every side, every city and block. Pops moved me to the birds so I wouldn't get shot. Spent the weekends in the hood, never had me a Glock. But the birds gon' fly when they see I'm a fox. I'm the voice of hip hop, haters falling in line. Telling stories on the mic, we adapt to the crime. Black kids either hoop or start shooting a nine. So my foes come and miss when I'm ready to rise. Multiple homicides, take cover and hide. You gotta join with my team if you wanna survive. All I want is seven lands for the days of the week. A fat crib on the beach, everybody can see. Out here trying to make a meal, everybody can eat. And if I wasn't making hits, I would do it for free. I am hip hop and hip hop is me. All these rappers talk about is money, sex, and weed. Round one, one king, one go, one dream. Round one, one king, one go, one dream. I want you out. I don't even know why you're still here. Step! Step! My bars, my house, and dope. Tommy tugging like she trying to flip, but she on a roll. No tobacco, but I'm trying to dip like I gotta go. The universe and my father, he know it's something about to blow. Telling all the tales, mouth and hanging for Sonic. My brain is really clumsy, it been dropping some knowledge. Your tank is stuck on me, and I've been racking the mileage. You can shake, I wouldn't shake because my music is popping. Got a walk man, got a lean man, got a hope man, got a joke man, got a broke man, got a yes man, got a S man, I'm the best man, I'm winning, I'm winning. I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, hold up, I'm winning, I'm winning. Got a walk man, got a lean man, got a hope man, got a joke man, got a broke man, got a yes man, got a S man, I'm the best man, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I feel like I am the greatest. I'm winning, I'm winning, you can see that I'm ticking because like I am about to blow my shoes are tight and you tripping. Got a check in the mail, feel like I'm doing well, being tested like I studied, I am not about to fail. I get it, I get it, you blow your money, you miss it because like every time you get a couple dollars, you spend it. I got checks with them Nike, so so up then I'm flying, I know the vision can shoot you without you knowing what happened. Got a line for you buddy, you catching Z's like a zoo, that means you lazy, you really lazy, I can't hang with you. I mean like maybe like like maybe, maybe we could have been cool But I mean like lately, like lately, lately I've been on the move Look, we can have a ball, but you not Cinderella Say you make it rain and I must control the weather You can hate, I know you hate because you see I'm accomplished You can shake, I wouldn't shake because my music is popping Got a walk man, got a lean man, got a hope man, got a joke man Got a broke man, got a yes man, got a S man on the best man I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning I'm winning, I'm winning, hold up, I'm winning, I'm winning Got a walk man, got a lean man, got a hope man, got a joke man, got a broke man, got a yes man, got a S man, I'm the best man, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I feel like I ain't the greatest. Got a walk man, got a lean man, got a hope man, got a joke man, got a broke man, got a yes man, got a S man, I'm the best man, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. 
Alright, that was Winning by Nobi. Song before that was Hip Hop is Back by RMG. Welcome back to the show. Technically, it is real. First off, I want to say thank you for uh, Victoria for joining on to the show for uh, Jobber of the Week. It was greatly appreciated. She's a new student. She had to go do some work. But uh, we are back, and I am solo dolo uh, for the rest of the show. So I am going to start a new. <clears throat> I'm going to start a new. Uh, segment called uh, This Week in Sports History. So breaking down from the day that we do the show all the way to that following Friday, um, some key significant events in sports history. So let's get into it with today. Uh, back in 1949, the Cleveland Browns beat the San Francisco 49ers in the final AAFC championship game. They beat them 21-7. to This Browns team won all four of the AAFC uh, championships. It is along with our team history. It is what made this team so rich. So basically, um, when the AAFC was bought out by the NFL, two teams went over to the NFL. That was the Cleveland Browns and the San Francisco 49ers. Meanwhile, the uh, New York Yankees of football of AAFC and the original Buffalo Bills did not make the cut. At all, they had a couple of teams that didn't make the cut as well. So that happened December 11th. December 12th, uh, back in 1964, Frank Ryan sets a team record with five passing touchdowns for the Cleveland Browns. That happened in 1964. The following year, Gale Sayers ties the touchdown record with six touchdowns in a 61-20 win over the 49ers at Wrigley Field back in 1965. Gale Sayers is one of those running backs that a lot of people a lot of historians talk about, but not a lot of casual fans really talk about. And Gail Sayers was really Walter Payton before Walter Payton had got there. I mean, he was fast. There's a reason why they called him the Kansas Comet, because he was that dude. I mean, the best way I can put what Gail Sayers was back in his prime, it is the speed of Tyreek Hill, the power of Derrick Henry, and the elusiveness of of Adrian Peterson all bought him into one and you got Gail Sayers. So Gail Sayers was that dude for the Chicago Bears. I mean, he was the Dub Bears before Walter Payton, before uh Dicka, before uh Erlacher. He was Dub Bears. Um also on December twelfth, back in twenty eleven, ten years ago to the day, RG three outbeats Andrew Luck and the Heisman voting and wins the Heisman championship. And we both know where their careers end up going. Who would have thought that both of them would be out of football 10 years later with RG three. He had a lot of injuries after a great rookie year where he won rookie of the year in Washington before he uh, fell down to injuries and bounced around between the uh, football team, the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. And now is a college football analyst and commentator of over there at ESPN. Um, so Andrew Luck lost to RG three and the Heisman voting 10 years ago, December 12th, uh, December 13th, the Dodgers. Now this is something that I never knew. I'll be the first to admit it. I never knew this actually happened. I never knew that the Dodgers actually traded for traded Jackie Robinson to the Giants for $350,000 in cash, which was a lot of money back then. And for Dick Littlefield, Jackie Robinson decided to retire, stated that I do not want to play for any other organization, but the, but the Dodgers. And if I don't play for the Dodgers, then I will not be playing at all. So the 
the Giants gave up three hundred fifty thousand to Dick Littlefield for nobody. <laughs> they they didn't get anybody. Jackie Robinson was like, no, I'm retiring. You're you're not you're not gonna. Okay, you can trade me all you want to, but I'm retiring. I'm not playing for the Giants. Also, uh, three Heisman winners won the Heisman. Uh, three key Heisman winners won the uh, Heisman Trophy on December 13th. Cam Newton won it back in 2010. Marcus Mariota won it back in 2015. And uh, Derrick Henry won it back in, what was that, 2016, 2017. So you got three Heisman, three key Heisman winners win the Heisman on this day. Uh, December 14th. The Cleveland Browns win the second All-American Football Conference Championship, beating the football New York Yankees 14-3 back in 1947. Also, three Heisman winners also were on this day. Ricky Williams, Mark Ingram Jr., and Joe Burrow. And a little-known fact about Joe Burrow's Heisman winning still stands to this day, even though it's been a couple of years since he won the Heisman, still stands as the highest number one vote of all time of any Heisman winner. That includes the like of Barry Sanders. That includes the likes of Troy Smith, who had it. I think he actually beat Troy Smith's record. Uh, that includes Derrick Henry. That includes um, that includes uh, Devontae Smith. That's anybody in Heisman history. He got 90.7% of the v- uh, votes. That is insane. I mean, Joe Burrow's 2019 year with the with the LSU Tigers was a phenomenal thing to watch. And Coach O rolled that all the way to a national championship before he rolled it all the way into other women's bets. So, um, yeah, so Joe Burrow wins the Heisman December 14th, two years ago. Uh, December 15th, the Oakland Raiders play their final game in Oakland before they eventually move over to Las Vegas to become the Las Vegas Raiders. They uh, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in that game. And also Sam Bradford and Carson Palmer wins the Heisman on this day uh, back in December 15th. If you go back to December 16th of of this week, uh, Miami, um, Miami Dolphins completed the first undefeated season, undefeated regular season, let's be real here, First undefeated regular season in NFL history. They went 14-0 and on this day back in 1972. O.J. Simpson a year later. The juice was loose that whole year. He becomes the first player in NFL history to rush for over 2,000 yards. That happened on this day back in 1973. And also a few years back. Drew Brees breaking Peyton Manning's all-time career touchdown record, which then proceeded to happen to where him and Tom Brady went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth about who had the record before Tom Brady ultimately uh, broke Drew Brees' record this year. Uh, December 17th, first NFL championship game to ever happen with the Bears beating the Giants 23-21. to That happened all the way back in 1933, so almost 100 years ago, the first NFL championship game happened. And a little bit history about NFL champions before this first NFL championship game. NFL champions were based off of best schedule of the year. So if you had the best schedule, you were national champion. Very similar to college football back in those days. Um, a lot of what the NFL used to do was based off of college football because college football was bigger than professional football at the time. Now I would say they're about equal, especially with these new contracts that these coaches are getting. Um, so that happened. A uh, very significant part of, of NFL and sports history. And I will say this about championships real quick before we go on. I will say 
this about championships before we go on. NFL championships still count, people. A lot of people sit back and say, oh, it's before the Super Bowl, the down counts. Bull. If you look up how many championships the NFL organization has, NFL championships before the Super Bowl era, before the AFL-NFL merger still counts. It is recognized by the NFL that these championships still count. Also, when you win a Super Bowl, you are also winning the NFL championship. So even though the Packers have four Super Bowls, the Packers still have the most championships in the league with 13 championships. They have nine NFL championships, four Super Bowls. That's 13 championships. Do the math, people. So I just wanted to say that real quick. Um, And then let's move on to December 18th. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers retired Nate Thurman's number 42 jersey back all the way back in 1977. The the San Diego Clippers, when they were in San Diego, have ended their 29-game road losing streak back in 1983. And also, to go back to December 17th, before the Memphis Grizzlies mopped the floor against OKC a couple of weeks ago with a 73-point uh, blowout win, Back in 1991, the Cleveland Cavaliers did it to the Miami Heat by blowing them out by 68 points. So that is this week's in sports history. When we come back, we are going to be talking about the NBA season, what I think about the NBA season so far, what I think about the Cavs, my early MVP uh, choices, and also what I think about the Los Angeles Lakers. I got a lot to talk about uh, with that. And then trust me and believe me, we will also make sure we talk about the NFL Week 14 preview, including the Browns and the Ravens, my thoughts on that, and who are my MVPs so far this year, and everything like that. So you are listening to Technically It Is Real on North Coast Underground. We'll be right back after these short messages. Hey, ever had a passion for broadcast media radio? Come to Ohio Media School and receive hands-on training from industry professionals in the field of TV, radio, and film. Be a part of our student-ran radio station. Ohio Media School helps grads find job placement prior to receiving their diploma. We have seven locations, but we're located at 9885 Rockside Road in Valley View, Ohio. Visit us online at beonair.com or call us at 216-242-4342. Ohio Media School. We change lives. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous. You look ridiculous! You don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is going to hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom. That's my dresser! And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn earrings today. Buckle up, Sarah. Michaela's got, like, the best earrings. Sarah, buckle up. I wish my name was Michaela. We're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. 
I wonder if there's pizza at school today. It can be tough getting through to kids, but it's your job to make sure they're wearing your seatbelts. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Hey you, what are you listening to? Oh, it's South Landlock Plateau, the best of bubblegum pop. That's garbage. You should be listening to NorthCoastUnderground.com, where the underground starts with you.
That was As the Nation Rages with Simplify and the song before that, Big News with Something Else. Welcome back to the show. So my thoughts on the NBA season so far, and this is going to be real brief and everything like that, but let's start with our beloved Cleveland Cavaliers. These guys are playing perfect team basketball uh, through this first half of the season. And I always am a believer that the real NBA season starts after the Christmas uh, uh, day. Actually, really, it starts the day of Christmas Day. To me, that's when teams kind of ramp it up. But the Cavaliers are doing their thing. They beat the Minnesota Timberwolves last night, 123-106. to They had seven players in double digits and three players in double-double, uh, triple-double territory. Um, this is, or three players in double-double territory, excuse me. Uh, this team is playing excellent basketball this is perfect way to play basketball with the modern twist and I think this team will make some noise I, I remember saying it back a few weeks ago when I had uh, my classmate Greg on this show uh, about how they could potentially be in the play-in maybe make some noise as a play-in whether they're going to be the the uh, 7-8 seed or they're going to have to win the two games to be whether they're the 9 or 10 but I've changed my opinion on that. I think the Cavaliers get straight into the playoffs. I think the Cavaliers are strong enough to be a sixth seed. 
And they are the sixth seed right now. This season ended today. They will be the sixth seed. And the two teams will be playing in will be Boston and Atlanta. Atlanta will be playing the Hornets. And Boston will, play, will be playing the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. But for me, the Cavaliers is that team. They're that team that you do not want to play in the playoffs. And, that, and if they play, they will play Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee will beat them in a seven-game series. Do not get me wrong on that. But you best believe the Cavaliers will not lay down. They will fight. They will actually take two games in a six, in a seven-game series against Milwaukee. With this team that they have right now, there's no doubt in my mind they will take a seven. Uh, they will take two in a seven-game series uh, against the um, against the Milwaukee Bucks. So I like the Cavaliers. I like what they're doing. Jerry Allen is playing phenomenally. Thank you, Brooklyn, for being idiots. Uh, thank you, uh, Kobe Altman, for drafting Darius Garland. Um, this team is phenomenal, and I love watching them. I love hearing about them. I love seeing them, and the fact that everybody else is asleep on them, good. We like to keep it that way. Uh, shout out to Chuck. Shout out to Charles Barkley for acknowledging the fact that the Cavaliers are going to make the playoffs. He is the only national talking head talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, so shout out to you, uh, Chuckster, for that. Um, but my thoughts on the Lakers. I knew it. Oh, I knew it was going to happen. I knew that those guys were going to be the way they were. The the Los Angeles Lakers are who we thought they were. A bunch of names. A bunch of names joining together as a team. That is what the Los Angeles Lakers are. LeBron is past his prime. Father Time has caught up no matter what ESPN says. Father Time is here for LeBron. It's been here for a minute. It's been here since he suited up for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's here. Anthony Davis is lazy. He is lazy. All he wants to do is shoot threes. Well, buddy, you're shooting 19% from the three. Stop. Go in the post. Very simple. Very simple. But you're too soft to play the five. Vogel is not the problem, even though I don't like some of the lineups he got. Why is Anthony Davis playing the five? He's too soft. He should know Anthony Davis is too soft. Anthony Davis has all the skill sets. He has all the skill sets to be one of the best players in the league, and he's not. And the fact that he made the NBA 75 list was egregious and atrocious. He's not a top 75 player of all time in the NBA history. He's not even top 10 right now. He's not even top 10 right now. Come on now. And you're going to put him in the NBA 75 and he's not top 10 right now? He's shooting 19% behind the three. This is a guy who just wants to shoot threes. He's shooting 19% because he done gained weight and he done got lazy and he got extra soft. He's soft. And they keep putting him in the five. Why? You lose Defense, you lose productivity when you have Anthony Davis on the court. You lose defense, you lose productivity when you got LeBron James on the court. Hello? People just looking at the surface, look deeper. The Lakers are who I thought they were. When they traded Russ, when they wanted to get Russ, they are who I thought they were. A bunch of people coming together to try to win a championship. You know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like the 2004 Lakers. 
The only difference is, is that Shaq and Kobe played together for years and they were great together, but then all the everything else happened that split them apart. But they had got a bunch of names trying to win a champion. Gary Payton joined. Carl Malone joined. You know, they had names on that team. And it's the same way with these Lakers, these 2021-2022 Lakers. LeBron, AD, Russ, Melo. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Ooh, they're going to win the championship. Look, they got DeAndre Jordan. Okay. And washed. Russ washed a little bit, even though Russ is carrying the team the best way he can. LeBron's washed. LeBron's definitely washed. He can't run with the young bucks no more. He can't run with them. He get gassed out after five minutes. He gets gassed out. It's LeBron James. LeBron loses championships, baby. And if you don't believe me when I say LeBron loses championships, the man is four and six in the NBA Finals. He lose championships. If your football team is four and six, what does that mean? You're a losing team. LeBron lose championships. LeBron is way past his prime. Way past it. He can't blow past anybody no more. Oh, man, LeBron. That's exactly what LeBron James is. Anthony Davis is soft. He's soft. The man gets body in the paint every time. That's why he just want to keep shooting threes because he keep getting bodied in the paint. Because he can't play. He's shooting 52% from the field when he actually gets an open shot. When he decides to hit a 12-footer, he, he makes it. But he don't want to work for it. He don't want to use post moves for it, even though he has the repertoire. He don't want to do it. Because he's lazy. So he wants to sit behind the three. He don't want to play the five. He'd rather play a floating four so he can get at the top of the key and shoot threes. Meanwhile, teams are driving up the paint, driving up the lane, scoring in the paint on the Los Angeles Lakers. And I know I'm talking about them, and I'm about to be hypocritical here for, for a brief second. But the national media keeps talking about them. They keep talking about them. Now, I'm talking about them right now, I know. But they're not talking about how the Phoenix Suns are absolutely dominated the West. They're not talking about the Warriors, who I think is going to win a championship this year. Who I think is the dark horse to win a championship this year. They're not even talking about how Clay is coming back around Christmas time. That Warriors team is dangerous. Steph is dangerous. Andrew Wiggins is dangerous. And the audacity for Stephen A. Smith to sit back and say, I wouldn't even trade Anthony Wiggins for a box of cereal. Really? Because Anthony Wiggins is balling, people. He's balling. He's averaging 18 and a half points per game. He's fit into the system perfectly. Anthony Davis is not that dude that's going to sit there and take over the team. He's not a franchise player, but he is an excellent role player. He's an excellent system player, and he knows the system of the Golden State Warriors. He knows Steve Kerr's system and how to do it and how to be a part of it and be a huge component in that system. 
He knows what he's doing. He's averaging 18 and 4, 18 and a half points per game, four rebounds, 1.7 assists. He does not need to pass a lot, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't need to pass a lot. He's shooting 48% from the field. He's shooting 48% from the field and almost has a steal per game. Excellent defense, not a liability on defense. Can score when you need him to score. Then Steph Curry. That's a cold man. That is a cold, 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 cold man. Averaging 27 and a half, five rebounds, six and a third assist. Shooting 43 from the field, 41 from three point. But we all know he likes to shoot out. He takes a lot of shots. So that doesn't surprise me. He does take a lot of shots. But the man is averaging almost two steals a game. If I'm naming an MVP right now, it'd be Steph Curry. It'd be Steph Curry right now would be my MVP. I love watching that man play. Even though he, even when he was torturing the Cleveland Cavaliers, I love watching that man play. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter I have ever seen in my entire life. And I've been watching basketball for 20 years. In the 20 years I've been watching professional basketball or collegiate basketball, just basketball in general, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter I've ever seen in my entire life. I have never seen someone with such deadly accuracy than that man, Steph Curry. But we ain't talking about that. We ain't talking about how the Golden State Warriors is number one in the West at 21 and four. No, we ain't got to talk. We got to keep talking about LeBron. We got to keep talking about the Lakers. A Lakers team that's one win over 500. I thought they were supposed to be your champs. We ain't talking about how the Suns is 21 and four. We ain't talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers who's making noise and making a big noise in this year. We ain't talking about them. We ain't talking about them. We ain't talking about how Chicago's having one of their best seasons in the last 10 years. They're having a, one of the best seasons they had since they had prime Derrick Rose. They sitting there second in the East. Ain't nobody talking about them. Ain't nobody talking about them. Ain't nobody talking about how the, the Atlanta Hawks can't get it right. They're a 500 team. Nobody's talking about Utah. Nobody's talking the fact that John Morant is out. John Morant is out. He's been out for some weeks. And the Memphis Grizzlies are playing excellent basketball without their franchise player. But ain't nobody talking about, we're going to talk about old man Braun. We're going to talk about Anthony Lazy Street Clothes Davis. We're going to talk about Russ Brickham Up. Russ Westbrick. That's who we going to talk about, right? Yeah, that's that's who we need to talk about. We 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 going to talk about how we going to fire Frank Vogel even though Frank Vogel is doing his job. He gave LeBron what he wanted and they lost defense. They lost defense. We ain't going to talk about the fact. We ain't going to talk about the fact. This is crazy. We ain't going to talk about the season that Miami's having. We not talking about what Boston can do to get themselves over the hump. Or the fact that Jason Tatum is the problem out there in Boston. 
He's become more of a LeBron. Me, 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 me. Any, many, mighty, mo. LeBron don't win championships and he won't win no more. That's my thoughts on this season. I'm looking at the eight teams in the East right now. And I would say the first six are definitely making the playoffs this year. A team that can sneak in, I think Atlanta gets it right. Atlanta gets it together. In the West, Lakers are going to make it to the playoffs. The league is going to make sure that. And if they make the playoffs, they, they, they play Utah, which Utah, I think, will smoke them. I think they beat L.A. in five. They beat L.A. in five. I wouldn't even be surprised that they swept them. Wouldn't even be surprised at all. Because the Lakers are who I thought they were. They are who I thought they were. And I'm tired of people talking about them like they're the next coming of Jesus Christ. I'm tired of people saying LeBron ain't old. LeBron still got it. LeBron ain't got it no more. He ain't had it in a long time. He ain't had it in a long time. Thinking injuries, flopping all over the place, losing championships. That's LeBron James for you. That's the Los Angeles Lakers for you. One game over 500, and we talking about them like they going to win the chip. Now Stephen A. want to get on air talking about, I, I don't think the Lakers going to make it out the first round. I don't think the Lakers going to make it out the first round. I don't think so. Then he gonna go on air three days later talking about the Lakers gonna win the championship. What? What? Make up your mind, Stephen A. Smith. Cause ain't nobody talking about how his New York Knicks is struggling right now. When they were supposed to have a phenomenal year. Ain't nobody talking about it. But alright. When we come back. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, I had to get that ran in for a little bit, people. I had to get that ran in. I had to get that ran in. Lord have mercy. I had to get that ran in. But we're going to talk about the NFL uh, Week 14 coming up. You are listening to T-I-R, Technically It Is Real, here on North Coast Underground. We'll be right back after these commercials. This has been a presentation of the Ohio Media School. Jam, man. Work it. Turn the whole thing Northcoastunderground.com, where the underground starts with you. Have you ever considered a career in radio or television? Then look no further. Call the Ohio Media School today. The Ohio Media School. We have seven campuses to choose from, and it's a hands-on course that is taught by broadcast professionals who work in the field. This includes 160 externship and internship hours at area radio and TV stations. We have job placement assistants right here on campus, and you get a diploma when you graduate. For more information, call 216-503-5900 or beonair.com. That's B-E-O-N-A-I-R dot com. Ohio Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was .5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28... 
Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. They'll test you. Try to break your will. But however loud the loudness gets, however many cheese puffs may fly, you're the driver, the one in control. Stand firm. Just wait. And move only when you hear the click that says they're buckled in for the drive. Never give up till they buckle up. Listening to the hottest underground station in the nation, home to all your favorite underground artists and tracks from coast to coast. North Coast Underground.com. The underground starts with you. Hey man, this is. Don't ever let nobody tell you that you can't be something or, or be somebody. You can be whoever you want to be. Let's they say anything can happen. And we tried a hundred times, so the world would never know how many tears we really cried, how many nights we stayed awake, imagining we was famous so soon as we graduated. We noticed how far we made it, never gave us a chance. If they did, we didn't take it. The underestimated, like five steps from greatness, should be sponsored by Nike because of how much I do it. It's way more than the money, way more than the music. Don't know why I'm here. I finally seen I get to them. I knew they'd understand. It's patience that'll guide me. A bunch of thoughts around me. I hear these footsteps and look back and know you right beside me. I know I cannot rush this. A Grammy is what I want. I gotta put the work in if I'm gonna take the jump. Don't worry, I'ma make it. Said I'm gonna be alright. Hearing your voice, yeah, I'm loving the culture. You made me a poster, made us grow closer. I know where your love is, so what you gonna do so that you won't leave? You all that I need, I keep you in mind. I'm running no speed, that slow motion. That slow motion. That slow motion. That slow motion.
All right, that was Bougie. That was Bougie by Mike Giovanni. Before that, from the ground up, RMG. Y'all know I'm a huge fan of RMG's music. So let's get into it. Week 14 of the NFL season. We are drawing. We are drawing ever so close to the NFL playoffs. And before we get into the week 14 uh Review, or I should say preview, let's get into the playoff picture standings in the AFC. Number one, the New England Patriots, the Death Star, has risen again. They will get the first round by if the season ended today. The Tennessee Titans will play the Buffalo Bills, uh, two versus seven. Baltimore versus Cincinnati, three versus six. Kansas City will be the four seed playing against the Chargers. Uh, for the AFC side of things, if the season ended today, no playoffs for the following teams. Colts, Raiders, Steelers, and our beloved Cleveland Browns. On the NFC side of things, the Arizona Cardinals are the number one seed in the NFC. With the Packers will have to play the San Francisco 49ers, two versus seven. Buccaneers, the three seed, will play the football team. Dallas will play the Rams if the season ended today. The teams that are closest to the playoffs in the NFC is the Vikings, Eagles, and Panthers with the Panthers actually with the Panthers Falcons and Saints tied for that third positioning out of the wild card at five to seven apiece meanwhile the Saints are on a five game losing streak so I don't think the Saints are actually going to make the playoffs at all they're not making it no they are not so anyway so let's get so let's get into it. Let's get into it real, real quick. Let's start off with the Washington football team going against the Dallas Cowboys. This is a big game for the football team sitting 6-6, six and six, but they still have an opportunity to win this division. This is a big win. This is a big game for actually for both of these teams. Um, look, both of these teams are coming in um, off, of, off of some good wins uh, last week uh, with Dallas beating the Saints 27-17. And with the football team beating the Raiders uh, 17 to 15 off of a game winning field goal. And let me say this about Taylor Heineke real quick. The football team needs to realize that they have their franchise quarterback. I am a huge proponent for Tyler, uh, Taylor Heineke. I love that dude. That dude can ball. He can play. He has heart. He has energy. He has leadership. He is the way to go. He just needs to learn the game more. He just needs to make a little bit better decisions. But he is the way to go. He is the guy for the football team. The last time these two teams faced off, Washington whooped on them 41-16 to back in November 26th of last year. Uh, the football team is the home team. They're 3-3 three and three at home this year. Um... They are 3-3 three and three at home this year. The Cowboys are first in offense, fourth in passing, passing sixth in running, and second in points per game. And the, and the Washington football team is 23rd giving up points per game. So they're ranked 23rd as far as giving up points per game. They give up 24.6 points per game, while the Cowboys average 29.4 uh, points per game. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game. I think Washington is going to come out and play hard. The thing I'm looking for is quarterback play, obviously. Dak versus Heineke, and I think Heineke will shine. I think the Washington football teams pulls the upset. I think they win 
by a final score of 27 to 20. I think they can hold Cowboys to 20 points, and I think it's going to come out to a good game, a good defensive battle between both teams. I absolutely do believe in the football team. They will go 7-6 and six and make their status better and also get make that NFC East title ever so tight. Uh, against the Cowboys. I mean, look, the Cowboys have been struggling lately. I mean, yes, they beat the Saints, but if you think about their last two games against the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs, they've been struggling on the defensive side of the ball, and I think Ron Rivera, being a defensive-minded coach, he will be able to exploit that defense and get the win for the Washington football team. So, that is my final score. What I said, 27-20? to 20? Yes, 27-20 to 20 on that. Let's move on to the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Another big game. Kansas City is riding on a six-game winning streak. Um, the Raiders are coming in. They coming in. The Oakland Raiders. Oh, Las Vegas Raiders. Excuse me. Um, it's still, we're saying Las Vegas, but here we are nonetheless. Uh, anyway, last time these two teams played, was actually a few weeks ago where Kansas City beat them 41-14 on, I believe that was Sunday Night Football. That was an embarrassment. But I think the Raiders can pull this win. Because why not? Why not? Why not? Well, let's, let's get some drama here. The Raiders is a good team. They just got to get that coaching situation together. And um, I think once they get that coaching situation together, they'll be just fine. I mean, their offense produces, especially in the passing game. They're not that good on the run game. They're tied for 28th in the league against uh, uh, running yards per game. But they are second in passing yards per game, averaging 291.3 yards per game. The Raiders are the eighth best offense while they are playing against the fifth best offense uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Their defense, about the same. Raiders is... Is in middle of the field, ranked at 18th, while the defense of Kansas City, even though they have gotten better uh, as the weeks have gone on, as they have continued to, to advance defensively and get things together, they're still ranked as one of the worst defenses in the league, ranked at 25th, and they are still ranked as one of the worst passing defenses in the league, ranked at 24th. So I, I should expect the Raiders to capitalize this time off of the fact that the Kansas City defense – is not that good in the past statistically, but they have gotten better. I think a lot of these statistics is due to the fact they had a horrendous start to the regular season uh, as far as defense goes. So now they're trying to catch up, but it's kind of hard to catch up as as the games go on. So next we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Houston Texans. This is basically Seattle versus a Division One FCS football team. Seattle should be able to mop the floor off of Houston. The last time these two teams played was back in 2017 where the Seattle Seahawks beat them 41-38. to But that's different. Houston had talent back then. Houston has no talent as of right now. And from my understanding, from my understanding it, it should be Mills starting. We don't know what the quarterback situation is. Yeah, we don't know if it's Mills or if it's going to be uh, Tyler, um, uh, Tyler Taylor. Not Tyler Taylor. Um, Tyrod Taylor, excuse me. Uh, whether it's Tyrod Taylor or David Mills, we don't know. Um, I have not seen anything about David Mills starting. I have not seen anything about uh, Tyrod Taylor starting. So, I don't know. I have no idea at all because um, I just don't know. So, I don't know. Either way, Houston sucks. You know, they're bad. They're terrible. That's Brian uh, Bill O'Brien's fault. Yeah, who cares? I mean, let's let's be real here. Who cares? Tennessee should walk over Jacksonville easily. 
easily, hands down. Should absolutely walk all over them. This this is the way to to end that. You know what I'm saying? Like Jacksonville is that team that if you're on a losing streak, this is a team you kind of get it back together. Like no offense to Trevor Lawrence, no offense, even though he's having a bad year. No offense to anybody on that team, but they just suck. They just suck. They do. Who's who's better than Jacksonville? I tell you, a team that Jacksonville's better than than them. Or yeah, yeah, a team that Jacksonville is better than the Houston Texans. But outside of that, well, everybody's better than Jacksonville outside of Houston. Who who, who does Jacksonville? Who's Jacksonville better than? If you want to talk about oh, they beat the Miami Dolphins. Have you seen the Miami Dolphins lately? They are looking like the team that I thought they was gonna be starting off, and now they're playing catch up. Like they, like Miami, the Miami Dolphins is like that 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 kid that procrastinates in school. You got him in group projects, and you know he, he kind of sits there and goes, oh, I don't know what to do, and he's sitting there on his phone or he's making the drawings on the homework and everything like that. And he got a couple of of bad grades because he's just procrastinating. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, when it comes time to do some things because he's about to fail the grade, he gets up, does everything right, turns all his homework in, and then pulls a 2.0 GPA and passes. That, that is the Miami Dolphins. And I'm describing myself here in high school. So, um, <laughs> you know, like, that's 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 the Miami Dolphins. They just procrastinate. They kind of coasted through and got smacked in the face four, five, six, seven times. And now they're like, oh, okay, time for me to wake the hell up. Uh, that, was, that is the Miami Dolphins. So I'm not even going to say Jacksonville's better than Miami. Miami's a completely different team. They finally woke up. Uh, yeah, Tennessee beats Jacksonville. And uh, the Saints, Saints play the Jets. Who do I think will win this game? The Jets suck. The Saints suck. Kind of hard to say that the Saints suck. I'm used to them winning all the time. But it kind of shows that that organization was riding on the coattails of Drew Brees and did nothing about it, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Taysom Hill at quarterback sucks. He does. He does. I've said that before. Before all of this. Why are you paying him that much money? I wouldn't even start him. I, I bring in, like, the, the high school kid to start him, so I wouldn't pay him $95 million to suck at quarterback. Zach Wilson's a rookie, so I won't say he suck yet. He has time to grow. <sighs> I mean, these are some uninteresting games this week. Saints and Jets. Last time the Saints played the Jets, they beat them 31-19 back in December 17, 2017. But this is the Saints and the Jets. This is the Saints and the Jets. And the Jets are going to win. The Jets are going to win. Why are the Jets are going to win? Because I say they're going to win. Because quarterback play matters. And Zach Wilson's a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. He is. I mean, honest to God, he is. We don't know if Kamara's going to play. We we have no idea. Matter of fact, he is going to play. He said to return. So, maybe, because you got Kamara, maybe that helps out a little bit. But the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 they're going to win. They're going to win. 
What what do I think that final score is going to look like? It's going to be a close game. I think 30 to 28. Jets went off a of game winning field goal. And the Saints go on a six game losing streak because the Saints suck. And yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh next we got the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers, two teams fighting for the playoffs. Um, let's see what Carolina's offense does. No Joe Brady no more. They let him go. They say, you're out. You're gone. Bye-bye. We don't want you no more. We don't need you no more. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Uh, last time these two teams played against each other, back in October 31st of this year, where Carolina won 19-13. to And if you hear that sound, that is the rain. That is how hard it's raining here in beautiful Valley View, Ohio. We're supposed to be getting a lot of rain today. And... I can hear it through my headphones. This, this is, that's insane. That is a lot of rain right now, ladies and gentlemen. But that's live radio, baby. So, yeah, so it's raining if you hear that noise. It's not the, the heat or anything like that. It is 65 degrees up here. Probably our last great day. I thought our last great day was a few weeks ago. No, this is probably our last great day. And, of course, it's warm like this, and, of course, we get a lot of rain. So, yay, woohoo, yay, Cleveland. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think, I think the, the Panthers win this game. The Falcons suck. I mean, both of these teams. Again, another set of teams that suck. Like, I'm looking at the slate of these games, and the, the 1 o'clock games outside of the Browns and Ravens, and, like, the first three 1 o'clock games that I'm looking at this list here, the Browns and Ravens, Cowboys and football team, Raiders and Chiefs, good. After that, it just sours. It's Seattle and Houston. It's Tennessee and Jacksonville. It's New Orleans and New York Jets. It's the Falcons and Panthers. Who cares about those games? Even the Lions and Broncos game, which the Broncos will be doing a tribute for Demarius Thomas before that game starts. But outside of that, who cares? The Broncos should win, but they won't because it's the Lions and it's the Broncos. And I've said this about the Denver Broncos all year long. They are one coach, one quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. But they don't have that, so it's the Broncos. So when we come back, we are going to talk about the other 4 o'clock games. And you know I got to talk about the Browns and Ravens. You are listening to T.I.R. Technically, it is real. When it goes underground, we'll be right back. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds. So I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel. And a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Are you tired of the same old Then give your ears a break. 
and tune in to northcoastunderground.com because the underground starts with you.
Alright, that was Barbie J with Charcoal Song. Before that was Scarlet Canary with Misery. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Technically It Is Real on this rainy, 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 please go away Saturday here in Valley View, Ohio. So let's get into the rest of these games really, really quick. First off, let's start with the New York Giants versus the LA Chargers. Both teams are fighting for playoff positions. Yes, the Giants are still fighting for playoff positions somehow, some way. They are still technically in there and uh, let me say something real quick the lions are 110 and one they are 110 and one the texans are two and ten the lions still have a chance to make the playoffs so let that sink in so anyway um mike glennon will be starting for the new york giants he has clear uh, concussion protocols uh uh the the giants should absolutely lose this game. The last time these two teams played, uh, played against each other, the Chargers beat them uh, 27-22 back on October 8th, 2017. They will be in SoFi Stadium this uh, this week. Um, the Giants are 26th-ranked offense. The Chargers are the 7th-ranked offense. Uh, Giants 21st in defense, 17th in defense for the, San Diego, I mean for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, look, the Chargers should win this one easily. And they should beat them easily. They average the Chargers average. Chargers average twenty six point two points per game. The Giants give up twenty two a game, and the Giants will give up thirty five against the Chargers, and they will only score. They average seventeen. They'll they'll score seventeen. So thirty five seventeen win against the um, against the uh, Giants. The Chargers will pull that one off. Shouldn't be a problem. But this is the NFL, and then this year there has been a lot of. What is the narrative? We don't know. Guess what? We don't care because we just go out there and change the narrative week by week. Uh, San Francisco versus Cincinnati, another set of games where both teams are vying for playoffs and their respective um, and their respective conferences. Uh, the Bengals are trying to go eight and five, keep that uh, keep that race for the division title intact. Uh, Joe Burrow versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Joe Burrow is having a solid year. Jimmy Garoppolo is having a solid year. Um, let's see if Jamar Chase can get those drops together because he had a crucial drop against the Chargers last week. Uh, last time these two teams played each other was back in 2019. San Francisco molly whopped them 41-17. to They will be in Paul Brown Stadium where it's, I think it's supposed to be a nice day down there, just like it's supposed to be a nice day in Cleveland uh, for this game uh, tomorrow. So the, the Bengals are sitting 12th in offense. San Francisco, 13th in offense. Uh, both teams are very identical in the passing game. Both teams are are identical in points per game, with San Francisco ranked 12th with 25.3 points per game, with the Bengals being 7th with 27.6. And both teams equally give up the same amount of points per game on defense. San Francisco gives up 23.2, and the Cincinnati Bengals give up 22. So they're about the same. I think it's going to be a close game. If we're going off of points per average, um, I think both teams get over their average. I think Cincinnati scores 31. I think San Francisco scores 31. But I think San Francisco defense is better, and they are ranked better. And therefore, I will give the edge to San Francisco 38 to 31. I think a game winning touchdown will happen. Uh, later in the quarter, probably about a minute or so left, and then the defense will hold against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, next, big game for Buffalo. This is a huge game for Buffalo. And the Buffalo Bills 
have been struggling this year. They were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. They were supposed to go to the Super Bowl. If it wasn't, if it wasn't the Browns, it was supposed to be the Buffalo Bills. They're seven and five, sitting second in the AFC. They're sitting second in the AFC. They're sitting seventh. They're sitting seventh, ladies and gentlemen. Seventh in the AFC wildcard. With the Indianapolis Colts right there on their heels. Now, the Colts have a bye week this week. But they're right there on their heels. They're right there. And this is a big game. And it couldn't come at a time where the Buffalo Bills have to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jesus. They needed Jacksonville this week. That got they got Tampa. They got Tampa. They needed Miami this week. They already played Miami twice, but they needed Miami this week because they always whoop whoop on Miami. They get Tampa. They get the one Florida team you don't need at this time of the season for them. This offense, this offense is one of the worst rushing offenses in the league. I don't care if they're ranked 14th. They're ranked 14th because of Josh Allen. They have the best defense in the league. They're ranked number one in defense. They're ranked number one in pass defense. But that offense, I don't care what the statistics are saying. The film shows me that this offense is inconsistent. The film shows me that the offense of the Buffalo Bills cannot get it done this year. The defense tells me they are carrying the load For the offense, and then they get tired, and then that's when teams expose them because they're too tired because they're always on the field. Who does that sound like? That sounds like the Cleveland Browns. Expected to go to the Super Bowl. They're getting big play out of their quarterback. The only difference is is that we have a running game, but we don't like to use the running game. (laughs) Shocker. The Buccaneers will win this game. It's Tom Brady. It's the GOAT. You don't bet against the GOAT. You don't bet against the GOAT. You bet against the GOAT, you're stupid. For people saying, for people saying, oh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers not going to the Super Bowl this year, you're crazy. I've heard it. Oh, Tom Brady's not going. The Buccaneers not going to repeat. Are you serious? You really bet against the GOAT? Have you not learned your lesson? Have Tom Brady, the NFL's dark horse, he is the dark horse. I know he's the GOAT, but he he came in as the dark horse. The NFL's greatest dark horse of all time. You bet against him, you are fools. You are fools to bet against the Buccaneers. You are fools to bet against any team that Tom Brady is on. You're fools. And they have no Tredavious White no more. ACL, gone. No Tredavious White. The, one of the best corners in the league that nobody talks about. They got to play Tampa in Tampa. They got to play Brady in his house. 
Brady's been there for two years. It's already the house that Brady built. Tampa wins this game. Easily, no. Buffalo's defense is excellent. They only give up 16 points a game. Tampa will only score 20 points. I know they give up. I know Tampa scores 31 points per game, but Tampa will only score 20. But because Buffalo's offense cannot move at all, because Buffalo offense cannot move, they will beat the Buck. They will beat the Buccaneers. Excuse me. Buccaneers will beat the Buffalo Bills. I had a brain fart there for a minute, but that's okay. Last time these two teams faced each other, it was a close game. Buffalo beat them back in 2017, 30-27. But there's a difference this year in 2021. The Buccaneers got Legoats. And you don't bet against Legoats. You don't do it. The Buccaneers, all they need is 20 points. Because the Bills will only score 10. The Buccaneers win this game. That rain is still coming down. That is crazy. Then we got the Chicago Bears versus Green Bay Packers. The, the Bears will lose this game to the Packers. And then Rams and Cardinals, big game right there. And I think the Cardinals beat this, beat the Rams. I, I don't find nothing special about the Rams. I just don't. So let's get into my main event. I will be at the game. Cleveland Browns versus Baltimore Ravens. Outside of the bye week, this is back-to-back weeks. Who scheduled this crap? But this is a must-win for both teams. This is a must-win for the Browns because they are trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. This is a must-win for the Baltimore Ravens because they're trying to keep Cincinnati and Pittsburgh off of their heels. And for people to say, why did the Baltimore Ravens go for it at the two-point conversion? You're playing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in December. Yes, I would go for it too. I know I have automatic Justin, but I would go for it too. I would go for the kill and get the win, and they were... One fingertip away from doing it. So the Ravens need this game. The Ravens played poorly in this game. But it's supposed to be a beautiful day in Cleveland. No snow, no rain, 45 in sunshine. And I actually am, as a Browns fan, I am excited to see Lamar Jackson. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. He a cold dude. But he been struggling lately. And it's, and it's up to that that staff to get that, that get that adjustment going for Lamar. Blitz, 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 blitz. That's all Cleveland got to do on defense. And all Cleveland got to do on offense is run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. That's all Cleveland got to do. You got Kareem Hunt. You got Nick Chubb. You got Dearness Johnson. Run the damn ball. That's all you got to do. Baker shouldn't pass it no more than 15 times. Run it down their throats. You have the offensive line to do it. You have the manpower to do it. You have three running backs on this team that can do it. And Felton can be an excellent fourth option. Run the ball. Very simple. Kevin Stefanski. Run it. I don't want to see Baker drop back. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him double pump and double clutch 18 times a game. I don't want to see him doubt himself. I want to see the man drop back, hand the ball to Chubb or Hunt, and they get five yards per carry. This team averaged five yards per carry. What does that mean? 
that means that you shouldn't even see a third down. The whole damn game. Run the ball. Run the clock out. Leave Lamar on the bench. Don't do what you did on Sunday night two weeks ago. Don't do that. Because you're not going to win. You're not going to win with Baker. Not with the way he's playing. Run the ball. You got Chubb. You got Hunt. Run the ball. Very simple. And we don't do it. We're still third in the league in running. And running yards per game. And we don't run the damn ball. Run it. It's simple. Run the ball. What should the Cleveland Browns do, ladies and gentlemen? Run the ball. What should the Cleveland Browns do, ladies and gentlemen? Run the ball. What should they do on offense? Run the ball. Guess what the Cleveland Browns should do this Sunday? They should run the ball. What should the Cleveland Browns do this Sunday on defense? Blitz. What should the Cleveland Browns do on defense? Blitz. There you go. There's the game plan. Run the ball and blitz. But will they do that? No. We got to get make sure Baker gets his throws. Boo. Boo. We want to see Chubb. We want to see Hunt. We want to see Dearness. We want to see those guards get pulled. We want to see the running lanes open. We want to see running football. We want to see Cleveland Brown football, not Baker Mayfield football. That's what we want to see. Prediction of this game because the Browns won't run the ball. The Browns won't listen to the fans. The Browns won't run the ball. The Ravens will win. It'll be another close game, but the Ravens will win. I think we'll blitz more, but the Ravens will win. Uh, For people saying Joe Woods need to be fired, shut up. Shut up. Joe Woods is an excellent defensive coordinator. Excellent defense. I don't like the soft zone stuff sometimes, but it's an excellent defense coordinator. Numbers and the play on the field backs it up. That defense is gelling together. But this offense, just like Buffalo, cannot move the ball. They can't score. At least Buffalo can score sometimes. We can't even score. Here's the game plan for the Cleveland Browns. Guess what the Cleveland Browns should do? Run the ball. Run the ball. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about these coaches uh, that's been going uh, That's the coaching moves that's been happening in college football. My thoughts on Brian Kelly going to LSU and my thoughts on Marcus Freeman will be right back after these brief messages. You are listening to Technically Israel on North Coast Underground. Don't change that dial at all. Do you want to be on the radio or TV? Do you want a career in broadcasting? Then the Ohio Media School is for you. We have hands-on course that is taught by broadcast professionals that are already working in the field. The Ohio Media School has seven different campuses that you can choose from. We also include 160 extern hours that you get from working at a real-life local radio or TV station. We also have two internet radio stations on campus operated by students. Once you graduate and receive your diploma, yes, it is a diploma program. We have career placement assistance to help you build your resume and help you find your first job in the broadcasting industry. For more information, call 216-503-5900. Again, that number is 216-503-5900 or go to beonair.com. That is beonair.com. The Ohio Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. 
America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. They'll test you. Try to break your will. But however loud the loudness gets, however many cheese puffs may fly, you're the driver, the one in control. Stand firm. Just wait. And move only when you hear the click that says they're buckled in for the drive. Never give up till they buckle up. Hey, you've got a lock here at NorthCoastUnderground.com, where the underground starts with you. You suck, you jackass. You be elevated if you're not a member Cutting down on my friends in the end Yelling timber, Whoa. homie, I am on another level Now do you get it? What? Why you always gotta be so difficult with it? Bars harder than a prison, I'm so criminal with it yeah. Your money mad short like a typical midget Running in the sun for the rings I've been tripping you like a puppet for the public Homie, you're an exhibit I mean like we can make a deal as long as they come up with it You got a problem, we can solve it like a simple division I am on a mission and I gotta go get it I, I, I'm a start a wave if you not with it Boy, I'm sorry I, I, I've been bending water Don't get hit with a tsunami A tsunami, whoa Don't get hit with a tsunami A tsunami, whoa Don't get hit with a tsunami I'ma start a wave if you not with it Boy, I'm sorry I've been bending water Don't get hit with a tsunami A tsunami, whoa Don't get hit with a tsunami A tsunami, whoa Don't get hit with a tsunami You're a knucklehead, homie, kinda like a noogie yeah. Smelling dance moves, well, I think I got a boogie They don't even got the pages, but they really tryna book me Whoa. They don't really got a hula, that's what really shook me yeah. I ain't got a problem, stop them if they really looking What? Taking dumb shots, cause they really tryna hook it yeah. Tryna frame me, but your picture kinda crooked I am on another level, now you get it I am not dependent on the label, I'm winning Songs hula hooping, that just mean it ain't spinning yeah. You don't go and get it, you just good to defend it I mean your father must be Goku cause you really go tender Because like I am on a three and I've been shooting, I'm winning You see you posted like a picture but I'm trying to delete it Whoa. I am ahead and you looking defeated. defeated I am on a mission and I gotta go get it I, I, I'm a start a wave if you not with it Boy I'm sorry, I, I, I've been bending water Don't get hit with a tsunami, a tsunami, whoa Don't get hit with a tsunami, a tsunami, whoa Don't get hit with a tsunami. I'ma start a wave if you not with it, boy. I'm sorry. I, I, I've been bending water. Don't get hit with a tsunami. A tsunami. Whoa. Don't get hit with a tsunami. 
tsunami. Well, don't get hit with a tsunami. Why you always gotta be so difficult with it? Bars harder than a prison on some criminal with it. Whoa. Your money mad short like a typical midget. Running in a sign in front of ring, I've been tripping. You like a puppet for the public, homie, you're an exhibit. I mean, like, we can make a deal as long as they're coming with it. You got a problem, we can solve it like a simple division. I am on a mission, then I gotta go get it. I'ma start a wave if you not with it, boy, I'm sorry. I, I, I've been bending water, don't get hit with a tsunami, a tsunami, whoa. Start a wave if you not with it, boy. I'm sorry, I I I've been bending water. Don't get hit with a tsunami, a tsunami. Whoa, don't get hit with a tsunami, a tsunami. Whoa, don't get hit with a tsunami. That was tsunami by Nobi. Welcome back to the show. So we only got a few minutes left. So let's talk about it real quick. Brian Kelly leaving my beloved Notre Dame. Fighting Irish to go join the LSU Tigers. One down, people down there, in Louisiana. Can y'all can y'all spell go right, please? G O, not G E A U X, whatever the hell it is. G O. Like y'all having a spelling contest with yourselves? Why? Why? Why do you have a spelling contest with yourselves? G O. Then you have Brian Kelly coming out here speaking that Southern accent. What was that, Brian Kelly? I'm a northerner. What was that? I got I got southern family. Like, my whole family's from the south. Like, me and my brother, the only two people in my whole family born up north. We're the first generation born up north. My niece is the second generation born up north. But what the hell was that, Brian Kelly? I know southern accent. I grew up with southerners up here in Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, yo, let's go, LSU Tigers. Let's go. I am a tiger for life, boy. I'm a tiger for life. Like, what was that? Get your southern accent together. But I am so glad that we hired Marcus Freeman. And it's going to be some growing pains with Marcus Freeman. But nonetheless, I think he will be an excellent coach. I think he's a leader amongst men. It showed when he was introduced the support that he has for his from his players from the staff i think brian kelly only took a couple of people from the uh, from the notre dame staff besides that ain't nobody going ain't nobody going brian kelly you know bear boy ain't nobody going ain't nobody going so fix your southern accent and good luck and for who I think will win a national championship, before who? History has shown lately that LSU would get that national championship before Notre Dame. The last three coaches that have coached at LSU have won at least one national championship. So Brian Kelly might do it. But if there's anybody to take Notre Dame to the next level, I believe after some growing pains, will be Marcus Freeman. So just real quick. Before I sign off, uh, you can listen to the replays of these shows. Just like any other show on Spotify, just type in Technically It Is Real on uh, on the search bar in Spotify. Also, make sure you follow me on Twitter at um, 
at Tyrell W. Jackson 1. That is, again, that is Tyrell W. Jackson 1 on Twitter. Make sure you follow that page so you can get some live reactions, some news over there, and also the link to the, to the Spotify page for this show. Also, I have a big announcement coming up uh, shortly for the show that will take this show up to the next level. Make sure you tune in uh, for that. You might So there, uh, tune in for that. That's why you want to follow me on Twitter because it will happen on Twitter because I'll be putting up the podcast version on Twitter as well. So make sure you also follow me on Twitter for that because we do have a huge announcement for the show as well. So uh, outside of that, everything's good. Everything's great. This has been a great show. I've had a lot of fun. I've missed talking to every single one of you guys. We'll be right back here December 18th. You know we're going to talk about it. We're going to be here. We're going to be back December 18th with another episode of TIR Technically It Is Real. This has been Technically It Is Real, and it has been real. I'm going to close you out with one of my favorite artists on this station, RMG. Don't stop to close you out. Everybody have a blessed week. We will see you next week. Signing off. <laughs> we in the book. Yeah. It's Wanzo. Have you ever seen a peasant transform to a king? Until I got a crib for winter, summer, and spring. And even if I fall, I'ma rise to the top. I grew up with gunshots and crooked cops on the block. I'm the best of my time, so I got me a watch. I'm fasting in grease, lightning, top notch of the game. When I was five years old, I wanted money and fame. Trying to go from pocket change to nine figures of cash. Dollar signs so big, they can't fit in the stash. I got a posse so stacked that we look like the cast. Your favorite rapper can't compete because he probably trash. All I need is a mic, and all I need is my team. My inner circle full of G's, man, we like a pack of fleas. Since I was like 17, I could do it with the ease. I'm better than the best when it comes to this music. Your record label looking stupid every time that I do it. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. And you, and you, you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. And you, and you, you don't stop. First, let me hop by my new black whip. The station down the street as we ride past it. I said, you know me, I'm open, I'm honest, you see me. I got a problem with greedies, cause they just hate when they see me. This the album, they want it, where we spitting so focused. I got my hand on controls, it's like I'm working a puppet. You know we gonna get ya, RMG gonna get ya. When we paint the perfect picture, so don't swallow the switches. Don't get too high, watch the jet fly. Don't smile too long, it's the next line. It's a given, I don't catch nothing real Cause hip-hop is here and it'll never derail Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop And you, and you, you don't stop I graduated high school, never been to prison Elevated the game by making better decisions Look what I did, take a look at the kid Inspiration from big to make it bigger than big A whole lot of people were saying I couldn't do it I lost a couple homies to drug dealers and shootings I gotta keep it moving, I gotta keep going Maintaining my focus, my knowledge deep as the ocean And all I got is time, had to hustle and grind This at top of the line, my haters can move aside Let the people decide, the best rapper to rhyme Wanted dead or alive, as long as we doing time 
We started small in the gutter, now we taking the town. Can't recognize a king, take a look at the crown. Look what I did, this is only the beginning. And when I look around, I'm the only one that's winning. Let's yes, go. Yes, y'all, and you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. And you, and you, you don't stop. No, 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 we ain't never stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. This has been another edition of Technically It Is Real here on Spotify. I have been your host, Tyrell Jackson, and it has been real. Go Browns, Cavs, Guardians, and Fighting Irish. Thank you all for listening, and see you soon. Thank you.